Thank you so much to my mother who reminded me that <laughs> I had a room I forgot and it's so wild. Oh, I wish I could talk about the dream I was just having. I will actually. It's so crazy. I had to take a minute to catch myself because I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, y'all, but I legit was just dreaming that I was at my granddad's funeral and it was so crazy. It was really, 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 really crazy. And last night in the room, I was talking about having vivid dreams and messages and I just straight got a message, literally. So when you wake up in the morning and you got to kickstart your day, I've been doing a lot more meditating lately, a lot more meditating, like seriously sitting with myself and um, being still. I've been tapping into a lot of Abraham Hicks and she just keeps gently reminding me how important meditation is and how straight away you get to shift resistances. And there's loads of different forms of meditation, but being able to meditate in a place where you're just quiet and you're actually trying to move to stillness or you're just trying to move to centering everything completely. And it was so crazy because when I went into meditation yesterday, I was just like, wow, is that how much is going on in your head? Like just to get to a place of stillness, right? I couldn't believe what was coming up in my brain, like <laughs> people and things and everything that just had nothing to do with me. And it was amazing because my intention of going into that meditation was different. Sometimes I meditate to literally, I set an intention to connect with God. Sometimes I will ask a question before I go into meditation and then meditate. But these meditations I've been doing lately have been to get still so that I can move any resistances that are in my life that are stopping me from being able to manifest what I want at a quicker rate. And this is what we don't recognize. We don't understand that as we go through each day, we're going through each day with resistance. And the resistance can be just because we're thinking about an answer to something, just because we're constantly asking something, just because it hasn't come when we thought it was meant to come. And so the more that we can allow ourselves to actually really and truly move resistances, and you can do this just by turning on music. You can literally just turn on music, pump up your vibes, because when you're just connected to that tune, and that's why I always start my rooms with music, because it's just like reset. And that particular song, I don't know if y'all just heard it, but it was talking about, I'm gonna be my best self. And I was exercising yesterday, and what do you know? this song came on and I was like what is that song I was trying to google everything related to this song and I couldn't find it and then I was like yo Shazam 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 told me what it was but what I've realized is the more that I'm moving into these meditations with a set intention of just being still and aligning and moving resistances I am getting messages like blow out 
<laughs> that's my term for saying that things are just coming to me. And it just reminds me, right, that that's who we really are. Who we really are is an unconditional being. Who we really are is somebody that is always divinely connected. And as you start your day today, if you haven't meditated this morning, I just want to invite you to do it when this call finishes. And if you haven't, you're not, if meditating isn't your thing, then I want you to just turn up a couple of your favorite tracks and dance with them, sing with them so that you can shift resistance. If that's not your thing, but you happen to have an animal or a pet, do you know that taking them on a walk can move you to no resistance because they are so unconditional in the way that they love and it's funny because as I was reading one of my books yesterday Abraham Hicks was talking about another way that you can move to resistance if you've got a pet is keep stroking it because after a while your energy will shift and y'all anybody that knows me no I don't vibe with animals like that <laughs> but I thought of my mum and their love for their new cat and she was just saying you can just go into that cat show it some love and your resistance will move and I just want to encourage you guys to get more intentional about shifting your resistances in the day. Because by the end of last night, I was talking to people. I was just talking to a lot of people last night and it was like I was channeling heavy. Until the point where everybody was like, oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I knew that it wasn't Tanya as such. I knew that it was God coming through me. Because the things that I had to say, I didn't know where they were coming from, but I knew I had to say them. And I sometimes think that we think that our responsibility, right, is to get things right. That our responsibility is to continue to make the right decisions. And I just keep being told our responsibility is just to be. Our responsibility is just to keep connected. Our responsibility is just to have fun. Our responsibility is to keep moving to a place where there's no resistance so that everything just keeps on coming to us because that's who we are. We don't have to go and get anything because we already are amazing. We already are powerful. We already are incredible. And sometimes you've got to remind yourself this more than ever. I switched up my training yesterday. Can y'all believe it? I used to be very, very athletic. I was very good at running and playing track and doing sports. And I was just praying. Again, this is what I'm saying. Y'all. I was just praying in the morning. I was talking to myself and I was just like, every so often I have to change up the way that I train, like exercise, because it just gets very boring to me. And for those people that are a part of my network, they will know I just go through seasons of different styles of training because I just get bored. So sometimes I'll be more dancey, I might do more hits, I might do, it just depends. And lately I have got this desire to run and do like track training. So yesterday, if y'all would have seen me in this heat, I was doing laps, I'd run out, I would do two laps around my block, then I came back in, banged out a hit, got back out, did two laps again, I was finished, but I felt so good. And I was like, let's go T, let's go. Sometimes you've just got to switch it up. Sometimes you've got to encourage yourself, but what you ain't gonna do is fall off. What you ain't gonna do is stop. 
And it's so crazy because today I needed a call to get up for this because sometimes when you put yourself in certain positions, there's nobody holding you accountable. There's nobody holding you accountable. And so your level of responsibility, that thing that we think where we've got to get things right and we've got to get things. Listen, if you don't learn to hold yourself accountable, you will fall off because now people are holding you accountable to them, but no one's holding you accountable to you. Nobody's making sure that you're up and doing your thing. Nobody's making sure that you're there and you're on it. When you put yourself in a different realm, listen, there ain't nobody out there holding you accountable. So if you don't get used to encouraging yourself at the bottom, if you don't get used to pumping yourself up at the bottom, you're going to fall off every time. You're going to fall off every time. So when you're really choosing to rise this morning and we're choosing to shift and shift and move, right, the resistances, you're coming into more of who you are. I spoke about this last night and having a spiritual awakening and recognizing that your soul, your soul starts to reveal who you are. Your soul's revealing who you are anyways, whether you know it or not. But when you know that your soul is revealing who you are, it's a different ball game, babes. And I'm just reminding you how to play ball. Switch it up, whatever that means. If you're waking up lately and you're not feeling good, switch it up. If you're waking up lately and you're finding yourself at rock bottom, yeah, celebrate that shit. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. Let's stop making these things seem like, oh, they're a bad thing. They're not a bad thing. Yes. What does it mean when I'm sitting on the floor at rock bottom? What does it mean when I'm finding myself in my bed more often? What does it mean when I don't want to speak to anybody anymore? What does it mean when I'm feeling lonely? It means that I have reached a place of change. I have reached a place of being uncomfortable and what an amazing place to be because now I get to build. Now I get to implement some new shit. Now I get to be a boss, the boss of me, of this empire called M.E. And as always, I found something to share with y'all. And it's so funny because if you ever get coached by me, I love to talk about you humans. And this is called Dare Human. And again, it was just on my screen as I came this morning because I legit just bounced out of bed into here. And it says, Dear Human, you've got it all wrong. You didn't come here to master unconditional love. That is where you came from. And that is where you'll return. You came here to learn personal love, universal love, messy love, sweaty love, crazy love, broken love, whole love, infused with divinity, lived through the grace of stumbling, demonstrated through the beauty of messing up, often. <laughs> you didn't come here to be perfect, you already are. You came here to be gorgeously human, flawed and fabulous, and then to rise again into remembering. But unconditional love? Yo, stop telling that story. Love, in truth, doesn't need any other adjectives. It doesn't require modifiers. It doesn't require the condition of perfection. <laughs> it only asks that you show up and do your best, that you stay present and feel fully, 
that you shine and fly and laugh and cry and hurt and heal and fall and get back up and play and work and live and die as you. That's enough. That's plenty. Yo, who needed that? I'm not going to let y'all sit quiet in the room today because I am so grateful that God loves me so much that that was the first thing that he's allowed me to read this morning. That is better than me picking a stick today. Who needed it? Talk to me. I'm not going to let y'all sit in the audience today. So who's going to be brave? Okay, let's go. Grand rising, Miss Bev. How are we? Grand rising. Um, I am fabulous and flawed. Yes, girl. I love that. I love that. Um, just after yesterday, after everything, I just woke up this morning just feeling so grateful that knowing that, you know, even in the midst of all of that, I still was able to rise up and just, you know, um, meet a brand new day. And I survived it. And just knowing that saying that when you can't carry yourself, God carries you. There is nothing. There is no reason. There's no situation that I cannot overcome. So yes. I'm just so, so, grateful. so, so grateful. I love, love, love that. Listen, that is so beautiful. I love that what that I love what that just said, because sometimes I think as well, like I was just saying, we do we look for I could have just woke up because I was late because I was really in my dream like y'all didn't understand that was so real to me. I don't think you don't understand if I could break down what I see and I guarantee that if I speak to someone who's seen my granddad's body, it would look exactly how I just saw it mad so crazy. But maybe I wanted to see him. Maybe I wanted to be there so bad that he made me be there. But that's the power that we have, right? But I could have woke up and been like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so bad, I'm so late, I'm so whatever, but I'm not, I'm good. I'm grateful, I'm present. I'm so grateful to be experiencing in this because if you're listening to this late, I have logged on 10 minutes late today, which isn't like me. Um, but God is good. But you see where it says, you came here to be gorgeously human flawed and fabulous and then to rise again into remembering it's like we've forgotten that we didn't come here to master unconditional love we already are that we love unconditionally because we are unconditional love and so regardless to what trials like Bev just said she's experienced you get to rise again and again and again and again my situation didn't change but my god sure did there you go there uh -huh. you go Amen. and when you let him be the master and you let him be in charge things just start to hit different i'm telling y'all they really do and that's why when i was talking about that shift in resistance shifting that resistance because it's actually allowing yourself to go into a state of surrender it's allowing yourself to go into a state of i don't have to figure it out i just gotta be that's why that Justin Timberlake, Just Be, that song is not coming off of replay anytime soon because that song just constantly puts me back into alignment. Thank you so much, Bev. Miss Dixie, Grand Rising, Gua Guan, how are y'all? Grand, Grand Rising. Sorry, I don't know why I sound like I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up feeling so tired this morning. I went to bed late. Um, I'm away with my at my friends at the moment. Oh and yes, you are. Yeah, so we came up last night, 
And you know what? I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, I'm so tired. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm <laughs> And then, literally, normally at home when I meditate, I have meditation music. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm somewhere different, so I don't have the music. And I thought, I'm going to give it a try in just pure silence. Yes. Um, when I come back from that, I was like, oh, that was my energy. Honestly, I know a lot of people. Oh, I've just realised the reason why people couldn't get in here because the room is locked. I don't know why it does that. Um, but when you when you speak to a lot of people, right? You can't. You literally. Sorry, that wasn't what I was going to say. What I actually was going to say is, you can when you speak to people who are used to meditating with music or. Um, you know some people do like lead meditation so somebody's guided them guided meditations even it's very hard for them to then do meditations in silence or vice versa people who do meditations in silence it's then hard for them to do guided meditations but honestly I encourage everybody to switch it up like I don't I think you should always do things differently until you're really seasoned as in like this works for you because you've tried other things I don't think you should just sit with one thing because you don't know how different forms of something can really help you do you see what I mean and so for those of you who have got used to meditating to music or have got used to meditating to um if like who have got used to meditating to guided meditations, when you meditate in silence, it's different. So different. It's like I could hear my own heartbeat, and then it went from meditation to visualization. And I was just like, oh. And then it ended up being, I think, half an hour. See? And I was like, oh. when I came out, I was like, everyone's going to think I was sleeping, but I actually wasn't. It was just different. And then I put pen to paper, and it was just giving God thanks because you know when you could just see yourself and then you could see how you used to be and you can see how when certain things like fear or doubt used to come and you used to just let it take over and how now you just know that you just look at it and just laugh and just go nah not today yes that is the space that I'm in of just giving God thanks that look may not certain things may not look how I want it to look or be how I want it to be but you know what it is what it is and God you're in control and that's it love um, that I must admit Dixie I, I, I legit thought you were sleeping I was staring at you and I thought girl mind <laughs> your damn business <laughs> <laughs> when I got out I was like everyone's gonna think I was sleeping Auntie Bev, I wish I could have told you where I went because where I went, I came back feeling a whole deeper energy. You see? And that's what I love. Oh. Go on, Bev, so I didn't hear you. No, I just said, wow, honestly, because she looked like she was just somewhere, just somewhere else, boy. And I love that if people um, online are wondering how these people speak to each other, we do a 5am club in the mornings where we all hold each other accountable online um, and we just learn, grow, sometimes meditate, sometimes watch audios, um, sometimes have conversation to speak each other through the first hour of the day, but it's an hour for you to set yourself up ready for the day. 
Um, and yeah, I call it power hour. So one thing I was going to say is I've taken this week out of that space and been doing it by myself. Yes, I have stuck to my power hours. I haven't always stuck to staying awake at 5am. I legit have signed out. But I'm telling you guys, if you ever, again, try what works for you. I've been doing 5am consistently since, what, last year, October. I started before everybody else. Um, and... I haven't stopped and so to stop you just you just realize right how much more time you have in your day because every time I message people like that they're like but why do you wake up so early I'm like the energy is different at five the atmosphere is different at five the, the rhythm is different at five when you wake up and you're doing your power hour later at like six or seven it's really crazy but it already shifts the energy already moves you know the same way that I've been working out and sometimes working out later in the afternoon it feels different when you wake up in the morning and you pump yourself up from early listen by 10 11 o'clock most days I'm done I'm done with doing so much of my work because I've been so productive. So when I'm now waking up later, it's just like moving everything later in the day. And when you're putting yourself first so early, you actually recognize how much abundance and credit of time that we're actually living on. And the humans that we are, we really have to ask ourselves, what are we doing with that time? And especially because it's half terms, the children are off school, been able to do stuff and actually just kind of like chill with them or just vibe with them. They're not really in the house because the weather's been amazing. But when they are, to be able to be fully present is just because I've used my time better. So you've really got to keep figuring things out, letting things work for you and just seeing how they map out. But again, be open to trying new things within your power hour if you're doing it and try different methods. Because like I said yesterday, that step where you're figuring out your soul, the soul school, step five, that can take years. That can take years and decades and years figuring out what works for you. And one thing I will say, what works in one season may not work in another season. Another reason why you've got to be flexible. Because sometimes the only thing that's not working is that you haven't switched it up. You haven't tried something else and your soul has grown and you're not trying different methods that grow with what you're doing. So you've got to switch it up. Miss Cece, Wagwan. Well, first of all, do you mind minding your business? <laughs> you just took all my words out of my mouth. I was sitting here going, how did you know I was going to say all that? Mm -hmm. I was literally like, you know, it's been a half term this week and my body has naturally wanted to go, no, I'm not doing it. And I'm having to like push through because I understand now. And I was one of those people that was really resistant to the whole waking up at five and stuff. My excuse was, I've got kids, I need to rest, I need to sleep. And um, this is probably one of the half times where I've really like, still got up, I've still stuck to the structure and it has made a massive difference because by the time that my children wake up, I am set and ready for the day. I'm showered, I'm washed. Um, I am missing exercise this week, I must say. I really am missing exercise. Um, yesterday my body felt slouchy and I was like oh no something's not right and I was like oh my god I haven't been exercising this week um, so I'm going to push myself to do an exercise because I really don't like to do it by myself but um, I'm going to make sure that I get something in but this week as a whole has just been phenomenal the conversations 
the content of each of the rooms, um, what I've been able to get from this week has been like soul food. It really has been soul food. I feel full. I feel ready to conquer anything. Um, so yeah, just a big shout out to all of the ladies who are committing to getting in the room, that are committing to their 5am. Um, big shout out to you for, you know, not necessarily knowing what you're going to talk about, but coming and giving us that morning tea, that evening dinner. Like, I, I'm full this week. Thank you. I love that. Thank you so much. And, and, you know, it's really, really important who you're attached to in your season of growth. It's very, very important. And as much as I'm a coach or a teacher or a leader, right, it's so important who we're surrounded by. And your tribe matters. And all you need to do is take yourself away from it to feel it. And over the last couple of months, I've done loads of things for people to be connected to wider people so they don't have to go through this journey by themselves. And you'll see the people that are more consistent in the energy, the people that are more committed in the energy. So even if you don't make it in the room, but you catch up, the way that your soul is fed, the way that you are able to be attached to greatness, right? It's unmatched. I'm telling you guys, it's unmatched. And this is why... I encourage people to get into communities of growth, right? Get into communities of where, where people can see you, where people can hold your hands, where people can step with you. And even if you're stepping five steps ahead of them, they're still gonna have your back because they're still stepping. Sometimes what happens when you're growing is you step 1500 steps ahead, real talk. And then you're looking back for the people and they're not there. And then you walk into that space, which I spoke about last time, which was loneliness. There is a part of loneliness and isolation that you will go through. And yesterday, it's like the universe just keeps talking. So I'm telling y'all, it's talking, it's talking, it's talking, it's talking. God is sending out his angels. Like I legit, last week, my intention was that his angels are dispatched to me. And this week they have come through like, yo, we just, we're just pulling up to let y'all know that we here. And I'm like, say what now? They are everywhere. And again, is it a result of me setting that intention and with no resistance and letting it be? Is it because they are always there or is it because I'm just more aware? Whatever before, it is. Um, just before Tina speaks, I put my phone on charge yesterday. So I ran around, I've had um, my brother's son this week. So I've had my three children and my brother's son. And um, we've been out, we've been enjoying the sun. Like, you know, yesterday I'd done washing and I've just been focused on, like um, I was saying to Dixie, not letting myself fall behind in this week and not making excuses to not be great. Like I've been on top of my house, on top of cooking, on top of everything. And yesterday I put my phone on to charge before I went to bed and I woke up this morning, um, done my family prayer and went to do 5am and I'm like, why is my phone on 10%? So hmm. I look and my charger's not working. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this again with these 19 pound Apple chargers. I'm tired. I'm tired of these 19 pound Apple chargers <laughs> breaking. Like I'm fed up with it. I was ready to cut out Apple this morning. And my phone, my battery died. And then I had to go around the house to try and figure out 
um, which one of the charges is now going to work and charge my phone and stuff. My phone is still only on the 20%, so clearly it's not the charger. Clearly it's something to do with my phone. But um, what you're saying about resistance, hmm. I know myself well enough to know that when I'm tired, I've been making stuff happen. My phone won't work. Like, you won't be able to get through to me. Like, that, that, like certain things will happen. So when you're talking about letting go of that resistance, I'm like, yeah, that was my resistance this morning. And I know it was my resistance this morning. So um, I'm laughing because sometimes we'll see things and we'll see them outside of ourselves. Come on, talk we'll about them outside it. Outside of our control. Um, like, it ain't got nothing to do with us. Like, that's not my problem. That's, that's the charger. You know, that's, that's the internet. That's this, that's that. And I'm like, you know what? We've got so much more power than we're even aware. Come on. So this week we've been speaking about awareness. We've been speaking about responsibility. We've been speaking about boundaries. And we've been speaking about discipline. Yeah. And actually, in my charge not working this morning, I got all four of those lessons. I love that. And that's the thing. That's what keeps happening to me. So it's like I'm having these rooms. We're having conversations. I'm going into Cece's room. We're having conversations. And the other day I was like, I'm not going in Cece's room every more, anymore because anytime I go in there, she makes me reconsider my whole damn life. She makes me reconsider my whole life. And I'm tired. <laughs> and then it was like... Well, I think she's worse. I'd be in there like, I'm just trying to listen about parenthood. And now and now I'm dug up from my gut. And what I love is I'm not, I'm not, I'm never too old to learn. I'm never too woke to know, you know. I don't know nothing. I know nothing. I legit know nothing at all. And because I know nothing at all, every single day I'm learning something. And when I'm talking about um resistance that's why yesterday when I was training right I was like yo this girl you are not always going to feel like working out you are not always going to feel like exercising but you know what will you need to practice is discipline and it's so funny because one of my boys messaged me and he was like yo T well go on what, what's good with you and I said oh for god's sake I was like am I that easy to read I was like I don't even say nothing I don't post nothing I don't go nowhere how do you pick me up what is your problem? <laughs> and I recognize, right, that again, the minute that I practice shifting these resistances, not only are the angels dispatched and they're right there willing and ready to help me, it was like every single conversation was an answer. And it wasn't just like I was giving them what they needed, they was giving me what I needed. And that's what real tribes look like. That's what real energy looks like. When you're sometimes in a bad place and you're creating these resistances that you don't want to claim, but they're yours, you can go everywhere and everything seems like a problem. I'm speaking with my children's coaches, one of them at the minute, and there's a lot of conflict going on within the team. And every time he speaks to me, he's like, but it's this and it's that and it's this and it's that. And yesterday I just had to say, but you know what it really is? It's you. It's actually you. And he was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah, everything that you're saying, turn it around. And he got it when he did because both of them don't see the value in the other coach, right? So they're just creating a conflict. And I'm like, but that's not team. And being a part of a team, you've got to see the value in the other person or other people. You've got to see what they bring to the table. And that's why a lot of people can't be in communities that are fruitful because you're in community spaces, you're in community groups, you're in spaces attached to what we're calling community. And the whole time you're cussing out the community. 
you don't see no value in them, whether it's your friends, whether it's family, whether it's like um, outside community groups that you're attached to. And these are our own resistances that we've got to shift. And me personally, when I, when I know that type of behavior is in a community space, I don't go into it. I don't be a part of it because that doesn't align with who I am. So if we're not going to be able to be honest, if we're not going to be able to have collaborations out of honesty, then guess what? It's not my portion. It's not mine. So I'll remove myself loudly. <laughs> I will remove myself. And I think we've got to get better at doing this in life. First of all, recognizing our own resistances and then recognizing how they're spewing because they're not even spilling, they're spewing out into our lives. And then we just have to come back into remembering that we're not even looking for unconditional love. We are unconditional love. So let's keep offering that to the universe and to people and to things. Grand Rising, Miss Tina, how are you this morning? Thank you for waking me up. I just have to thank Daniela for the asking because I am logged on and I said, oh, I can't see any clubhouse. I thought it was Thursday. I started to scroll back to through the chat to see if it was Thursday. Then Daniela said, is there clubhouse today? <laughs> and I thought, okay, there's a demand. Let me wake this woman up because she's on it. So, you know, yeah, we have to hold each other to account. Thank you, Daniela. So, <laughs> and I just want to say as well that, um, you know, I think that there's a hater against sticks. So I'm going to go back to my pick me up stick. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the creator of the stick said, I don't need to pick sticks. This came up for me. But honestly, there is such a requirement that if you have your stick, please pick them because they're always speaking, you know, a whole lot. And my, my sticks today were saying strength, which honestly is, is really a requirement at the moment. So I loved the poem. I'm not going to um, talk against that, but I'm not saying when you say I didn't have to pick sticks, I'm saying please pick your stick. It's important to pick sticks. Um, but you're the poem. The poem, yeah? So I'm going to just... It, it's, it's great, like you said, just be comfortable with where you are. So I'm comfortable in my pain at the moment, you know? It's very... Um, can I just say, I just picked a stick as you spoke. <laughs> and guess what the, the stick said? Queen, there is power in your pain. Use it, babe. <laughs> the alignment, right? So, I love sticks. For me, the, the pathway of walking and being a courageous woman, man, it's painful. It's very, very painful, but I would never choose another path. And when you spoke just now about community, I'm like, okay, lick me, Tanya, why don't you? <laughs> um, common unity. So I have common unity with, with people that complain. I have common unity with people that just want to dig the shit out of everything and find a fault. I have common unity. You know, it's true what you're saying about the coach. I'm seeing it for myself, okay? So... You keep being confronted with this. So then I, I want to do my normal thing, which is I'm going to just jump out of this. Yeah, so at one point I wanted to jump out of my family. So I, I tried that and that was called insanity, you know? And sometimes I'm just like, where can I jump out to just be at peace? And in that poem, I got it. It's like, be comfortable in the pain. That pain is going to birth you. That pain is going to rise you. That pain is going to bring you to 
the truth of who you are because like you said we come from unconditional love and we're learning you know to go through the pain of loving and I guess most of you that know me know wow you know the amount of times that I'm willing to give people another chance I don't even understand it in myself and I think one of the things that you said about your granddad my father I've been I've been at his funeral as well I've been there traveling it's, it's probably because we're not physically going to be going so we're traveling there spiritually and um that love with him is at the end of his chapter called life and the love that we co-created i'm just so grateful for it in this season and like you said, he came from unconditional love and he's returned there. But what's left around it is quite painful for me at the moment. And I found myself falling back to sleep yesterday. I don't do that. I normally go through everything. It's just different season. And I just thank you because today you just showed me that it's all right. It's all right to not be okay. Like, honestly, it is, I could only, obviously I can sympathise with you because it's your father, but it's my grandfather. And um, it's been hard. It's very hard. And to be honest, when I signed off this week, I was looking for the closest place that I could check out to. Like, where can I actually go? and run away from the world where can I go like like where can where can I go when no one can find me and I used to do this a lot as a child <laughs> I used to sit in this closet that was in my bedroom and I just used to think if I sit in here long enough I will be invisible so much so that yesterday I was going to play Jennifer Hudson's Invisible when I came into the room and I felt the energy of the song and I was like that nah, bro that's a really low mm -mm, I am playing that but the truth of the matter is, it took someone to say to me, like, why don't you just disappear? And I thought, heck no. <laughs> I needed to hear it out loud. And I thought, I don't have that option anymore. I never had that option, but I sure as hell do not have that option anymore. And what I recognized is things were just too heavy. They were just too heavy and as I was saying it and I was talking to God I was like but I sound ungrateful I legit sound so ungrateful and I was saying to him but I'm not ungrateful but I am just letting you know that this is heavy God this is heavy there is so many areas of my life that are heavy and I'm not a person that doesn't do the work I'm not a person that falls off I'm not a person that quits but God I am doing everything that I know to do and yo this is heavy and I heard the whisper, switch it up, switch it up. Because even what you're doing, you've been doing for a long time. And again, the tools that you need in one season, they are not gonna be the tools that will help you in the next season. So if you are not willing to be flexible, if you are not willing to be flexible, things will get heavy. It's not a problem. I think if I wasn't flexible like right now, I'd be dead. So, but this is the thing, know, though. One yeah. thing I was going to say, it's not a problem. There's a difference. And this is what we've got to hear. There is moving through what you're going through. 
and our family in particular have mastered it. We're masters at being able to show up regardless to what's happening personally. We're masters at being able to serve regardless to what's happening personally. We're masters at being able to give regardless to what's happening personally. And that comes with a level of flexibility, but hear me out. What can you really say that you've done for you personally that's different to what you've been doing? What can you say? I've actually stopped. Right. I've actually stopped. So that is something that I just keep doing. I just keep moving. I just keep, and I've actually stopped. Have you really I've stopped? Been. What have you stopped? And you might not, you don't have to ask me, answer this like live. But one thing I'm saying is, have you really stopped? Because what does stop look it like? It just means that I'm doing what I can and I'm not pushing, 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 pushing. Yeah, if I'm tired and I'm just stopped, just stopped. That doesn't mean that, you know, I still am doing stuff. I've slowed down to my rate of pushing what I normally have. Slowing down and stopping are two very different things. But Tanya, I Sorry, can I just say? You guys, you know, you've shown me in action what it looks like to kind of be in the midst of something, you know, because in the past I would have tried to check out and hide and run and just disappear. But it just goes to show you that that thing that you're running from, it's you, you're, it's within you. No matter, no matter, even if you go into the mountains in the, in the outer Hebrides or to the top of Mount Everest, it doesn't matter where you go, you guys have shown me so clearly how to keep pushing through because hiding and running and trying to escape it, it you can't it's, it's you it's there yeah do you know what i mean so I, i'm just i just admire you like i just queen salute honestly it doesn't so leave you alone inspiration in motion really it honestly doesn't leave you alone and it, i could encourage anybody who's going through something that feels heavy i would give you two things one sit in it actually feel the weight of it actually connect to the pressure of it because I'm telling you in there there is an answer and when we want to run from it when we want to move from it when we want it to go when we want to release it we're actually talking ourselves out of it and therefore we're missing the reason why it's there in the first place there is a reason do you know what's really interesting um and what I've discovered recently a lot of us are rolling awareness and acceptance into the same bracket and they're not the same thing sometimes we find awareness in something but we're not in acceptance of it and i think that what i'm hearing in um mum speaking is it's the acceptance i love that and that's why i'm saying go on so, so humanly yeah it's like that prayer you know I can't remember the prayer of serenity so mm. you know I'm like okay dad's gone I can't change that yeah I realize now a lot of things I can see now why he did a lot of things because I probably I'm doing the same things as he does to protect my heart I act a particular way so there's all of that and then yesterday a physical booklet came in that as Claudine said she didn't bother to look at because she's not focusing on it she knows what it's like so she's not watching me and Tanya looked at it and there was a level of pain 
attached to it, yeah? And then I was like, okay, I was speaking to somebody and I was like, okay, I need to get off the telephone because I need to sit in this pain, yeah? And I just had to sit in it, not because, I just had to look at it and find some understanding in it that does it really change anything between you and your dad? No, it doesn't. So what is the issue? The issue is because your children are not recognized on this booklet. That hurts. There's other children. There's, it, it's just like little silly human things. You understand what I'm saying? And in the, in the bigger picture of things, it caused me pain because of the love that my dad has for you, Tanya. I just felt like you're not even mentioned. That and the hurts. truth of the matter is, I had to sit with that pain yesterday. I really had to sit with that pain. And I was like, well, I will be damned if I, if, if, all I can tell you guys is there is something, and it's so crazy why I had to speak about it yesterday, the word protection. We try to protect ourselves so much sometimes that we really fuck it up. We just do. We end up causing more pain, right? But there is another level of protection that is on your life that we don't have to do nothing about and it just is there. And when you choose to tap into that, that level of protection, yo, it will guard you, protect you from things that you don't even know will come in. But when you tap into the awareness of it, it will reveal itself. And let me tell y'all something. I was supposed to be on a plane this week. And the fact that I saw that book yesterday, God only knows why Tanya, Charlene, Crystal, Britscott, I will give you my whole government name because y'all would have been hearing about it. Um, it was not on this plane this week. Because after I saw that book and I saw the disrespect, that's what I can call it, um, that was revealed in that booklet, and I, per I personally feel it was done on purpose. Um, I would have, there would have been no one to stop me from acting how I would have acted. However, when I sat with myself, I was just like, does this really matter? No, it doesn't matter. Do you wanna know why? Because whether my name was mentioned is so funny that everybody else's names can be mentioned, but actually the people, his actual core, his actual family, names are spelt wrong. Names couldn't even be mentioned. Like it, it, it's just disgusting. You're even like, I can't even go into it. But my point is, it doesn't matter. What actually matters is what we make things matter. And when you're in a growth season, you're not gonna be triggered by mediocre things. You're not gonna be triggered by small things. You're gonna be triggered by things that rattle your core, that wrench you apart, that tear you up inside and out. And the reason why that is happening is because you are having to really address and understand who are you? Not who are you in the face of when everything is going right? Not who are you when everything feels good? No, who are you when you are being stabbed and prodded and torn apart? Who are you? And in that moment, as I went for a walk after I read that book, I said, let me tell y'all something. I know who I am and it will not be defined by these people's actions. It will not be defined by when that book comes out, what's gonna be said about me and my family. It will not be defined by everybody else's perceptions and opinions. And it will not be defined by the way that I choose to react either. What defines me is who I wake up and choose to be every single day of my life. 
And you know what? No booklet, no opinion, no wife, no nothing can take that relationship away. And you know what? I realized that you're dead ass mad. You're mad that you was married to someone who you knew nothing about. And it's so sad that in death, it reveals it. And you know what? Just in you saying that as well, um, because I don't want anyone to think, oh, Claudine doesn't care, or it, it, it didn't bother me. It bothered me to the level that I was like, you know what? I'm not looking. I'm not looking because in my core, it doesn't change my relationship with my granddad. It doesn't change who that man was to me, and it doesn't change who I was to him. So whether my name is listed in a booklet, guess what? He's not Today, I practice. Sorry, go on. He can't see it. He's actually already gone. So whatever he is now able to view from wherever, whatever space he's in, guess what? He knows my heart. God knows my heart. I know my heart. And that is why I was able to take a step back from it and look at it from the outside view. But it also made me say, do you know what? A lot of us wait. A lot of us wait until people are dead to be like, oh, I appreciated this and I appreciated that and I cared about this and this mattered and that mattered. No, 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 let's start to tell people every single day while we're living what they mean to us. And it brought me full circle right back to that. I'm going to let my loved ones know every single day how much I love them, how much I care and how much they're valued. Because that's when it really counts. And the truth of the matter is... Can I would say something, right? So one thing that I would say for all of the women in here is if a man was married, right, and his wife died, and they had children. So now you have a relationship with him. You now marry him. In your understanding, would she be allowed to be mentioned? Because it, it now makes me understand myself as a woman. If a, if a woman had a relationship with somebody, they passed, and he wants another relationship, as a woman... Does it be like, no, I'm his wife. She didn't exist before. Are we really understanding what kind of people, what kind of women that we are? Um, like that, that, that came out of this whole thing for me. Um, I do think there's a difference between mentioning the ex and the children. They're two, they're two separate things to me. You know, a person's child is always going to be a person's child. If for whatever reason people choose to separate their own relationships, um, I, I genuinely think it depends on the circumstance. I think some people go through life and they have very good relationships with their ex. Um, for example, if, God forbid, something happened to Tanya, I would list Junior in her booklet because I understand their relationship. I understand how they have made their relationship. If something happened to you, I would list that because I understand your relationship. But not everybody has those type of relationships with their exes not everybody can choose to be friends or choose to stay mutual or choose you know choose to stay cordial so i do think it depends on the circumstances but children are different different kettle fish altogether it's um one thing that i'm learning is grief i keep saying this will teach you so much if you're just willing to learn if you're willing to listen and you're willing to be with it, pain doesn't last forever, just like joy doesn't last forever. Everything is here to pass, but it's what are we willing to learn in those moments of the grief, in those moments of the pain. And there's all kinds of different circumstances that sometimes people are able to hide when we're alive. 
But the minute that somebody passes, true colors are revealed and they are revealed sometimes quite intensely. And it can be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to swallow. It can be a lot to take on. It can be a lot to understand. It can be a lot to comprehend. It can be a lot to have to evaluate or sit with or think about. But as long as you continue to be present and you don't stay in the grief, you don't stay in the questioning, you don't stay in the pain forever, just be with it. And literally, um, my journal has been very, very close to me lately because it just keeps revealing. I, I noticed that I'm learning a lot about myself. And um, as I'm learning a lot about myself, I'm just writing it down. I'm writing down what has what happens to me, you know? I'm writing down how things are making me feel. I'm writing down how um, I'm going up and down emotionally or up and down mentally or up and down physically, right? But I'm writing it down because ultimately, again, we're here to learn something. This has got nothing to do with anybody else. This is to do with us. This is to do with us. It always has been and always will be. And it doesn't matter what you're going through, perspectively that appears to be outside, realistically, something is happening inside of you. And the real, I like to say, magic comes from when you shift those lessons to you. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's blatant. You could do it real quick. Other times you cannot find it. I like to do a lot of work about women, right? I like to do a lot of things about recognizing why are women this way? Why do we have these traits? Why do we think like that? Why do we do this? And some of you have been on this journey with my, my granddad and a lot of stuff that's happened with us for weeks now. And one thing that I've been saying from the beginning is I don't know what his wife has been through. I don't know what she's experienced. But what I do know is she's teaching me how not to be a woman. And I'm grateful for the lessons. Because certain times you don't even know how you're showing up. You don't even know how you're acting. You don't even know how you're making people feel. Because you are so stuck in you that you're not even turning on the mirror and looking outside of you and saying, wow, how am I hurting people? How am I helping people? How am I affecting people? You can't be a conscious woman and not be conscious of what your energy does when it goes into a room or what your energy does when you message someone or speak to someone. Some of us are not even aware. So we pick up the phone, constantly have conversations and we leave people feeling heavier than when we called them. Some of us are not aware. We walk into rooms and nobody wants to be around us because our energy just stinks. Some of us are not aware that when we go places, people are secretly thinking, what the hell is her problem? Because we are so unaware of how we are showing up. We are so unaware of who we are. So it always comes back to my same, my same statement, know who you are and know who you really are. And the only thing that is keeping me powerful and peaceful right now is the depths of knowing who I am in my grandfather's eyes. 
that person who is his little daughter, who is his little granddaughter that would speak up unapologetically, that would say what she feels unapologetically, but guess what? She does it respectfully. She does it respectfully. Know who I am in terms of my gran, she, she did, she moved things, she made things happen, but let me tell y'all something. She wasn't there for the drama. Neither was my granddad. So out of respect, I am knowing who I am. But let me tell y'all something. I will not compromise Tanya. And sometimes in being peaceful, we compromise who we are. Don't compromise who you are. Know who you are. And by knowing who you are, do what needs to be done. Regardless to who is going to be making feel uncomfortable, regardless to who's not going to understand you, regardless to who's going to have an opinion, because at night you've got to sleep with you. And for the rest of the day, you've got to sit with you. And I pray that you're not sitting with those things that you should have, would have or could have done. Sit with those things that you've done and you're proud of. And sometimes your energy is going to disturb other people's demons your light is going to upset other people's demons. It just is. And you shine anyways. You show up anyways. You speak anyways. You take up space anyways. And it might say what I'm, what, it might sound like what I'm saying is conflicting, but when you get it from a place of alignment, when you're in the best state that you can be because you are aware and you are conscious, if it disrupts, dismantles or destroys things, then that's who you've been called to be. But when you're coming from a place of not knowing who you are and you are disrupting, destroying and dismantle things, yo, you got to check yourself. And certain times in being a CEO of this empire called you, you have got to call energy out, call it out. But be so conscious and aware of who you are that when you call it out, you've got somewhere for them to land. We live in a culture where everybody's calling everything toxic, 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 toxic. Okay, that's toxic, but tell me the solution. And they can't. If I'm going to call something out, I'm about to give you a solution to it. So be aware, be conscious, but be lit in knowing who you are. And like the poem says, you are gorgeously flawed human. And maybe we're not here to find and experience unconditional love because that's who we really are. But we're here to enjoy messy love, painful love, dirty love, amazing love, incredible love. There's so much different vibrations of love, but the truth of the matter is it's love. What's got me hurting right now is love. Love for my grandfather has got me in a pain that I didn't even know I was prepared to feel. And sometimes I can move with it and other days I just need to be with it. But one thing I know for sure is this isn't gonna last forever, but I'm here for everything that it's got to teach me. I'm here for everything that it's got to give to me. And the saying goes, we really do not know what people are going through. We have no idea, zero. So shout out the clout chasers, that when people are out here just simply doing their best, someone's always got something to say. And to be honest, I'm saying mirror, mirror, because this woman could legit be doing her best and I've got something to say. So we have to be mindful 
of where we're coming from when we speak or when we think or when we want to offer an opinion. Because you can always have an opinion on the fence or on the bench. But I'm saying to you, play flipping ball and then tell me what you're saying. Put yourselves on platforms to be ridiculed, to be criticised and then know what it feels like. If you're not willing to do that, with all due respect, shut your mouth. What I'm saying is my six S value is internal boo, so a great reminder to me. And I'm actually really like, like you said, I'm looking at this woman and I'm I'm actually just, yeah, understanding. My other stick says asking it is giving. So I'm calling what I'm asking. That's why I'm asking a question. I'm saying if we could impact the future and make changes, if 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 these things, if these conversations to send out a message and make people start to think. I hear what Claudine said. And sometimes you go to funerals. I know, um, you know, some other people are on this call, there's been a past where somebody's had a previous relationship and then they're in a new relationship and there's a conflict, yeah? But I'm just saying that as a woman, if the man that you met, his wife died before, you know, because I've seen funerals where there's his first marriage and then he went... Increasing my sensitivity. Sorry, it keeps coming on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it's just the asking, it's just the asking, yeah, like you said, to grow me as a woman so that I could embrace things, you know, in a, in a new way. There's always a seed being planted that something could grow from. So yeah, it's the pain of the situation, but still I rise. And Learning I how to increase my sense. <laughs> and honestly Tanya as I say to you privately as a mother talking to a daughter I will say to you a million times you know not everybody is you and I'm grateful I'm, I'm just grateful to be me right now and for me I have stopped I will think again have I really stopped but for me I have stopped to just be with this situation and kind of think my way through it but I, I can't because of, because I know myself if I fully stop mm -mm. I, I can't fully stop Tanya. That's that doesn't that don't that don't serve who I am. So yeah, I feel I slowed down, but I can't fully stop. Well, that's how I feel. improves how I, I don't encourage anybody to fully stop, but I do encourage you to get still. I always say rest, but don't sleep. You know, like that. Take time out. The rest is as important as the movement. The stillness is as important as understanding because if you'll get still enough, you will hear what you need to hear. Honestly, um, busy is one of the greatest distractions of all time. I say it all the time. I say it all the time. For some people, doing is a big distraction from being. And people don't get it. Just like in the reverse, people that constantly stop and give up, it is a big distraction from them pushing through and breaking barriers. And this is why you've got to know you and you've got to be willing to relearn, unlearn, relearn, unlearn, relearn, unlearn all of the stuff that you've taught yourself. Because a lot of the things that we've taught ourselves are just simply coping mechanisms. And they're not things that are gonna help you thrive. They're not gonna help you thrive. So you literally have to be able to be like, yo, is this something I do to cope? 
Am I the type of person that goes through something and to avoid me sitting with what I'm really going through, I, I build a project, I do something, I create something, I build something. In some seasons, I'm straight up and down that person. In other seasons, I know that I'm aware and that's what I'm doing. So I'm like, hold up, sit. And when I sit and I get silent, everything gets loud. Everything gets loud. Hence why when I was trying to go into meditation yesterday, there was just like buckets and buckets and buckets of things pouring out. And some of it was child stuff. I was physically in people's living rooms. I was places and I was like, wow, is this what goes on in your brain when like just throughout the day, but you're unaware of it? Wow. And as I kept setting the intention to be still, be present, be still, be present, be still, be present, stuff just started coming out until I actually moved to a place of silence, real silence. Because stopping can appear to be silence, but it's not. Being still can appear to be silence, but it's not. Just shut your eyes and sit there and you'll realize how loud it is. You'll realize how much you're actually moving. So this is why I'm like, doing things consciously is different. And if we're not giving ourselves permission to do these things now, when we are crushed and pressed and under pressure, we have no awareness who we are. And so we just move or we just do things. We just do them, we do them without no consideration, without no connection. And I'll tell you lot something, just to give you the tea, the world is doing a great job at making more people be more like this because it's giving you the illusion that you are so connected via social media. But you, and, and COVID, oh, that has been the icing on the cake because guess what? Now people don't really wanna be around people. People don't really wanna hug anymore. People don't really wanna be intimate anymore. Be so aware of what's been done. People's level of connection is being shut down. This is why in the last lockdown, I've made a plug and my plug was stay connected. And the reason why I said stay connected is because when they isolate you, they can influence you. Be very aware of what you're influenced by. Be so aware of what you're influenced by that every so often, actually, probably every day, unplug. Unplug. Turn off your phones. Turn off the TVs. Turn off the social media. Turn off everything and be with yourself. Because they are not wanting y'all to do this more and more and more and more and more. And the more that we stop doing this is the more that we are being led by power that is not the real power. And I'm just saying. Wake up, my people, seriously wake up. We're living in serious times. And whether they are showing up in reminders through grief, whether they are showing up in conflict of relationships, whether they are showing up in, in, in debts or bills or whatever, whatever it is that's showing up for you, handle it. And handle it with awareness and consciousness. And the only way that you're going to get there is by being less resistant, less resistant to what's coming, less resistant to how things are showing up. 
because it's a distraction. And the enemies and the powers, the enemy in you, the enemy in each of us individually, it knows the promises that our, that our life has for us. It knows that it is our, we're meant to live abundant, right, fruitful lives. It knows lives. It knows those promises. And every so often it will distract. It would give us something to distract us from that. Don't get distracted. Real talk. Don't get distracted. Don't get distracted by the pain. Don't get distracted by the healing process. Don't get distracted by the opinions. Don't get distracted by, by the stuff that's showing up, that's, go, that's not going how you wanted it to go. It's a distraction. And I'm just saying to you, I'll run the course. And again, half of the things that you're really pushing through, nobody knows. So there ain't no one out here to hold you accountable. So you've got to be the boss. You've got to hold yourself accountable to like, yo, I said I'm going to do this and I don't care how many no's I get. I'm doing this because it's been on my heart to do this. I said I'm going to become this person and it doesn't matter how many times I hit rock bottom, I am becoming this person. When we start to get that level of resilience, when we start to get that level of relentless, life changes. I'm tired of talking about being strong. I hate that. Shut up about it, whatever. We've been strong from the time we made it here. And we hold on to that sometimes. And we hold on to it like a crutch. I'm telling y'all, tap into being resilient. Tap into being um, relentless. Tap into being courageous. Because that's the shit that a lot of us ain't doing. We're dancing with fear. And we're sitting down in pain and grief and all of these things. And I'm like, yo, use it. Use every inch of it and turn it into gold. Because you're the greatest alchemist of all time. And an alchemist turns anything into gold. That's who you really are. That's who our ancestors are. That's who the people that we came from are. To show out, sis. And sometimes you just got to start your morning with a conversation like this. So you go about the rest of your day different. You walk different. You talk different. Because when you recognize that you're on a divine mission... Nobody understands that divinity. That mission is between you and the divine. And everybody's on one. You just got to be willing to find it. Real talk. I was going to play up, read something to you about increasing my sensitivity, but it's disappeared. But the thing what I was going to say to you guys is practice today, maybe just being more sensitive. Sometimes we're scared of being sensitive, but when we allow ourselves to be more sensitive, things are revealed. And sometimes we just don't want to be sensitive because we think that it's not powerful, just like we don't want to be vulnerable because we think that it's not powerful. But I'm just telling y'all, being vulnerable, being sensitive, where you're at right now, mum, amazing, amazing place to be, although it doesn't feel like it but it's the sensitivity that will keep you connected. I think, I think it's something that you just said because people all often speak about strong women. Yeah. And I did say that um, I picked a stick that says strength and I just wanted to define the difference between two, the two of them. So in my understanding, it says here, when I used to hear the saying, I didn't know my own strength, I truly never really knew what it meant until I knew what it meant. 
if you know, then you know. Sometimes you truly underestimate yourself, your power, and most importantly, your own strength. The stick invites you to rise up, power up, and tap into that inner strength that you so naturally possess. There is so much within you that is untapped. This is your reminder to tap in. When you tap into your own strength, you can easily be stronger for others. So remember everything you experience on the outside is merely a reflection of your own world within. Therefore, you're facing battles or challenges outside of you. This stick is the reminder to deeply check in with you. When God is for you, nothing or no one can be against you. Your battles, conflicts and contrasts are simply offering you opportunities to grow. Accept the invite, rise up to the challenge. You've got this. So this stick and the inner strength that is reminding me that I possessed, the inner strength that came from the unconditional love place that we all come from, and it's just the knowing inside of you, it's the instinct, it's that, do you know what I mean? It's that thing inside. So sometimes, like you said, when a lot of the noise and the contrast and all of this is going on outside, you know, and, you know, at times, Tanya, when you've wanted to lose your shit through this, because we're not, we're not, um, we're not fake. There's times when we want to lose our shit, right? When, when stuff comes up against us. And like you said, we're just reminded of dad would just want peace. My mother would just want peace. They actually strive so much for peace. So that's an internal strength as well, that we have that inner peace. And sometimes it can look so weak. So, yeah, I, I, I truly understand this strength and the difference between being strong. Because being strong sometimes is what people are looking for outside of their self. Strength is within. That's, I feel like that's the difference between the two. I love that. And I love how that page in the book has just summed it up so perfectly of everything we've been talking about. And again, these synchronicities, they will just keep showing up. And yes, for those of you who are listening, that is a book that I wrote that she was reading. <laughs> and um, obviously the sticks are something that I designed. And to be honest, I don't know what the pages say. Like I wrote all of the books, but I've wrote four now. I'm in my fifth one right now, which is the best book ever. And um, I constantly pick sticks and read the books each day because every single day, depending on where I'm at, they hit different. They mean something different. I see something I didn't see the day before. I hear something I didn't hear the day before. And when I'm writing, I'm legit in spirit. I am legit writing from a place of God. I feel like I've got something to say, but I'm gonna need you to come through me. And I just let my fingers go. And so even in writing the sticks, it's the exact same energy. That's the place that I write from. Um, and I'm grateful that I have that level of surrender um, and giving to allow it to come through me. You know, sometimes we've got an opinion, we've got something to say, but I'm forever checking in if it's the right thing to say, as in if it's what God wants me to say, as if it's in alignment to everything that I'm experiencing and going through. And, um, just on that last point, I really love that it has summed up the idea of strength being within. Because sometimes I feel like the idea of being a strong woman continues to house this idea of us putting on these cloaks and putting on this protection and putting on this armor that says I've got to be strong and go to battle. 
And I'm saying, nah, let's just take all that off and figure out where the strength is within us. And let's use that. And maybe rather than go to war because we're strong, let's understand the battle that's happening within us. Because that's all it ever is. There's a fight that's going on within us. There's a war that's happening within each and every single one of us. And we've just got to become more aware of what that fight is. We've just got to become more aware of what that battle is. And maybe each day, layer by layer, take some of it off. Take some of it off and go back to being who we really are. Because I'm telling y'all, in the midst of madness, been able to just really experience peace, that's been legit my portion lately. To the point where I'm sitting there going, who the hell are you? Why are you not reacting? But I don't need to. I don't need to. Not everything needs a reaction, like real talk. And when you get to that place and you're someone who's been very reactive, it's scary as shit. Because <laughs> I want to know what's invaded me. But nothing's invaded. I've just taken off the fight. And I've just learned to let things be. Because like I always say, everything comes full circle. God don't sleep. So sometimes I ain't got to take care of certain things because it's being handled regardless, period, point blank, full stop. And the way that the creator will handle it is going to be so much better than any way I could have ever handled it. So I pray that as y'all go through today, thank you for rocking with me for so long. This room was much longer than I intended it to be, but everything is necessary. And I'm grateful for this conversation and everybody that contributed. Be whatever you need to be, but be it in peace. And remember that we are unconditional love. So maybe we ain't got to look for it. We've just got to enjoy all the facets that present themselves in our lives. Anybody got any final words before we leave? Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Thank everybody for their contribution. And yeah, just thank you. And we just continue to rise. Just continue to rise. Amen. That was the, what I started the week with, the song Rise Up by Andrea Day. And some people have messaged me throughout the week and been like, thanks, T, that's been on replay. And that's it. Do whatever needs to be done to keep those affirmations and those thoughts and those things in your head. And sometimes you just need to put on repeat to yourself that we will rise again and again and again and again, like the phoenix out of the ashes, you will continue to rise because it is your birthright to nothing or no one can hold you down you are a whole mood you are a whole vibe you are a whole light nothing can shut that out so shine baby you don't need permission you stay shining you stay lit you stay being the vibe that you are and those who are assigned to you they will find you and those that are not in your assignment they will leave and let them it's all good it's all good anybody else got anything to say about to sneeze. No? Okay, I'm gonna play this track to leave us out. <laughs> <laughs>